0: Death is scary. I've been avoiding it for a thousand years.
1: They're climbing in your windows, snatching your people up, trying to bite them, so y'all need to hide your kids, hide your wife, because this week we're watching True Blood on The Showdown.
0: You know, Welcome again to the pod, as always. Uh, the showdown is recorded in front of a live dog and cat audience. Yeah. Uh, my name's Cliff, and this is a podcast where I, a television idiot, dissect one epic TV series with a television expert. So, Colin, how are things in TV land today?
1: I think things are going great. Are I think they... this is going to be a really fun week.
0: Is this, okay. Uh, well, that remains to be seen, of course, because <laughs> we're watching the show of, of uh, widespread fame, I think, True Blood, oh, yeah. oh, a, a yeah. show that um, I was pretty familiar with coming in, and, and I don't believe you were.
1: No, I had not seen... Well, I had seen one episode, the series finale, mm-hmm. Which, you know, is is an important episode, and a lot of things happen, but it sure did not make for any extra understanding of what was going on the entire right. time. Well,
0: I would argue that they're all important episodes. Right, um, yeah, we'll, sure. We'll, we'll get into that later, so, so maybe that's a good, a good cue for us to go ahead and jump into the overview. So, of course, the show True Blood aired on HBO, if you're not familiar, uh, one of their more pulpy shows, I would say. And the air dates for were pretty recent. It, it started in 2008 and just had its season finale here uh, about four years ago in 2014. It, it aired as a one-hour drama. I, I editorialized a bit and put horror slash drama. I think it lends itself to a trend that kind of came a little bit later on with some horror shows. Certainly doesn't do it in the same way but a very, very bloody show.
1: Yeah, I would add another genre uh, modifier. I would call it a sexy horror okay, show. Okay, that's
0: not a genre at all. <laughs> it um,
1: is. It kind of is. All the ones that you are alluding to, such as uh, Penny Dreadful or American Horror Story, those are all sexy I'm horror not shows. Not familiar, sorry. Okay, mm-hmm. well, that's fine. We'll just, so let okay. like
0: talk about the cast. I'd
1: love to. Uh, it ran for seven seasons for 81 episodes. The cast is Anna Paquin, Stephen Moyer, Sam Trammell, Ryan Quantin. Chris Bauer, Nelson Ellis, the always wonderful Carrie Preston, Rutina Wesley, Alexander Skarsgard, and Deborah Ann Wolfe.
0: Deborah Ann Wolfe. <laughs>
1: uh, I'm pretty sure it says Wolfe. Mm, okay, okay we'll, we'll agree to disagree. <laughs> I have wolves on the brain. Okay, right. yeah, that's, that's fair enough. He I was, read through it before. Just does, to not make play, sure, does not I play don't. a.
0: Uh, a werewolf in the show. That's okay. How um, do you know? Well, it, because I, we just watched all okay. of the show. <laughs> <I> think <laughs> fair, we enough. Both, fair we, enough. We both know that's that. Fair. Uh, a good cast, I think. Well, we'll talk about this oh, a little yeah. bit later on. But I think um, one of the things that stands out about this show is it's not a particularly important show. I wouldn't say the subject matter is anything that's very uh, very dramatic. But a lot of really good actors in this yeah, show I that agree. kind of give it a, a that you know it uh, brings some of that might might otherwise be considered. Very, very ridiculous writing to life in some cases.
1: Certainly high production value.
0: Oh, they spent a lot of money on this show. There's no doubt about that. Um, So the description of this show, I I picked one of the shorter ones here just to kind of help, just because how could you really describe a show like True Blood uh, in in full detail? It it says the telepathic waitress Sookie Stackhouse encounters a strange new supernatural world when she meets the mysterious Bill, a southern Louisiana gentleman and vampire. Ooh, spooky! Yeah. yeah, so that you know, that's that's the minimum description of the yeah, show. Yeah, there's a
1: lot. That's definitely like the first season description.
0: Yeah, one of the key characteristics of this show is it. There is a lot going on all the time, nonstop. It is. It's not a, one of you, you complain as much as you might want about this show. One of those complaints cannot be it is boring. Like there oh, is,
1: yeah, for sure,
0: stuffs going down nonstop.
1: Yep. Yeah, yeah the the ratings are. I would say relatively good. The IMDb rating is a 7.9 and Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 68%. Mm-hmm. It has won several awards including one Golden Globe for Anna Paquin in 2009. One Emmy for casting in 2009, and then one stunt ensemble SAG award in 2011. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's, that's pretty well respected.
0: Yeah, I would I would say lauded with awards. Perhaps. Sure, like,
1: yeah, three.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I will. mean, you can probably tell a little bit. I I, I like this show. I watched True Blood when it was on. I, even I was surprised to see that it had won some awards, albeit for you <laughs> know. I, I will say, like looking through the awards, there were a lot of nominations. Yeah, it was nominated for a lot of uh, makeup, a lot of stunt <laughs> works. So i like the production value sort of stuff you might you might mention so the not a lot of awards but some that it, it won somewhat surprisingly perhaps that you know I, I like Anna Paquin's performance in this uh, in the show but uh, I have to wonder in 2009 what else wasn't happening on
1: television <laughs> perhaps <laughs> what, what the Hollywood foreign press was up to yeah, <laughs> you That's know just... I, it's, I, you
0: know I don't know I can't complain too much so that I, would I, have been I... the
1: second season I guess so it would yeah and really it was the reveal of her inner fairy yeah it,
0: it's it's as always with this show if you're listening and haven't watched this we are just going to spoil a bejesus out of it so, oh yeah sorry yeah, spoiler yeah, she's so, a fairy yeah be prepared for for some of that sort of stuff so uh, notable filming locations uh louisiana a lot of filming on site in louisiana specifically uh areas of shreveport baton rouge mansfield doyline perhaps uh, and clinton uh, and then it's as was seems to be a pattern with a lot of the shows we, we've chosen here on uh... wb studios in burbank along with some various on-site locations in california so spent a lot of money in production traveled did a lot of on-site filming which is Uh, notoriously expensive, Um, but I I think it shows. I think the quality of the show overall, the look of it, is pretty high.
1: Now, is Bon a real place?
0: Well, it is in my heart, Okay, Uh, but I I think in the world... But not on the map? No, not so much.
1: Okay, well, that's Um, all it needs to be is in your heart.
0: (laughs) The top-rated episode, which we have on in the background, of course, as always, happens in season two, very early, uh, specifically episode eight, time bomb it's, uh, it's an episode that deals a little bit with the Godric storyline there's an awful lot of an awful lot of vampire stuff going on as uh, as usual some, some Eric storylines go on as well as a lot of the the, the religious adversary storyline so it's nothing super specific about it it's it's not anything that it has any sort of landmark. Um <laughs> uh, it's Colin's doing her vampire impersonation across the uh, the <laughs> table for me here. getting my
1: teeth out.
0: But that's that's the top rated right episode, but a lot of them are in that range. It's rated as an 8.9 uh, on IMDb. It's pretty uh, good. Yeah, I think so. You know, it's it's it, they they don't have a lot of low rated episodes. I think that's because a lot of them are are very similar. They're on a lot of big event episodes beyond perhaps a couple of the finales. Maybe. So, uh, so the familiarity disclaimer, of course, uh, that we like to give on the show, I mentioned a little bit before. I'm very familiar. I watched the show when it was on originally. Colin had seen, from what we can remember, only when, during its live run, the the series finale yeah. uh, that we had watched together, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I'm sure the time made absolutely no sense. No, uh, no.
1: I, I had no idea what was going on. And you'll be happy to know, the second time around, I had only marginally more of an idea what was going on. Uh-huh. Which which is good. Yeah, I mean, it was it was really fun to watch in a sense of there are no stakes because oh, no, there I, are plenty of stakes. Okay. And
0: I can't believe you would even float such an idea here no, on I this mean, particular sh- podcast. It's,
1: it's low stakes because I'm not invested in well, it. Well, there
0: were medium sized stakes. Okay. They, there's some that fit in the
1: guns in, Little in particular. Bullets. Yeah. I meant like stakes, stakes.
0: I know what you meant. Okay. Yeah, it's the death of vampires. <laughs> okay. It's some silver chains, too, going on. So, yeah. Um, yep, yep. <laughs> so, with the rewatch that we had, just to kind of give you some perspective on, on, on Colin's viewpoint, is we, we watched most of the season openers and uh, season finales. The, yes. there were a couple of openers that we we missed but most of the stuff in between episodes are relatively speaking 10 episode seasons it, we didn't watch episode 2 through 9 yep. for the most part i've seen all of those of course but there was a lot of uh, a lot of recap stuff so it's maybe a bit of a
1: <laughs> maybe when, a bit of
0: a roller coaster
1: sure yeah and what's great about hbo is they always start with a previously on where they just clip you know, five seconds of a highlight of probably two to three episodes worth mm-hmm. of storyline. So it was intense. It, it, it's panic-inducing, I yeah. think. Yeah, and it, and it flows into your brain like a vampire running across the screen real fast. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's thanks yeah.
0: for that uh, Thanks for that visual. So uh-huh. uh, we're moving right along. So uh, in case you're not familiar with the show or perhaps even want a refresher, we'll, we'll move along really quickly to a segment we like to call Theme Song Jukebox.
1: When you came in the air And every shadow
0: All right, so I think we get the we, we get the gist there. So um, I one of my personal favorite theme songs in the opening. The 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 visuals of the opening itself are pretty. Pretty disturbing. I, I, oh, I think fitting, yeah. fitting for the show to the point where Colin was demanding a fast forward <laughs> through uh, through most I, of them. I but, did
1: not like the opening uh, credits. Either. I I found them. Well, we can we can get into. Yeah, it I found we'll get them there. to be disturbing. I,
0: I think it's a good. I think it's a good theme song though. Overall, it's something that uh, that I I I had certainly uh, certainly enjoy. So let's move along then to the part of the podcast where we get to break it all down. Colin, are you ready for your close up? Yes. <music> All right. So close-ups, of course, is the part of the podcast where we go through and talk a little bit more specifically about our feelings and thoughts uh, on the show. Most of them completely unfounded, but we're going to throw them out there into the world uh, anyway. So I, I have a, well, not as many notes as I normally would take, but I think it's because I have a lot from from memory here. But most of them... Most of them pretty positive, a lot of suggestions for uh, spinoffs, that sort of thing, uh, in case anyone from HBO (laughs) Productions uh, is listening. But uh, but Colin, would you like to start us off with some? I
1: I have a lot to say. Uh, You know, typically I take about one page of notes, and this time I took one and a half pages of notes. hmm. Uh, A lot of that was just making fun of how the vampires looked in early seasons. Mm -hmm. So I think I would like to start with that. Please do. Uh, I have several notes about how Bill looked in the first season. Okay. Let's start with this. Bill looks like an extra from a Gin Blossoms video.
0: Oh. Yep. mm.
1: Bill looks like if Paul Rudd actually aged normally.
0: (laughs) I have two more. Don't bring (laughs) Ant man into this.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Paul Rudd. Not sorry, Bill. Bill looks like the manager of a hot topic 30 minutes before closing. Oh, okay. That's accurate, though. Sure. Yeah, he's tired. He wants to go home. Okay, uh huh. He's a little oh, bit. Please gaffy. go ahead and finish so right, that I can one. annihilate. Last you. one. <laughs> uh, Bill looks like a high school drama teacher that all of the girls are into, not because he's actually hot, just because he's the best looking teacher in the school, which is not saying much, but mostly because he's really into Shakespeare.
0: Okay, okay, that one, that one, that one may be a little bit closer to closer to home. I, so those are some. Those are some real hot takes, and I. Yeah. And, he's uh,
1: he's silly looking.
0: I, I I will have to say I I do love this show for reasons that uh, are are probably pretty obvious. It's just a fun kind of guilty pleasure kind of show. It's really dumb. And one of the things I like about the show certainly is it's it it has especially after the first couple of seasons it definitely has a real sense of self awareness mm-hmm. and kind of leans in really hard to 100%. the you know this show is not important and really <laughs> dumb and we're just gonna kind of make it a lot of fun and yeah. I think they do that for the most part successfully it's a it's a fun show and uh, what that has to do with you, your comments are of all the things I do love about the show, Bill is not one of my favorite parts of the show. He he's, Oh, mine neither. He's a bit of a drag. I I think he's necessary for the plot line, but he's not, you know, in a show that I enjoy because it's fun, Bill is not a fun character. He's maybe one of the only characters that is uh, that is not fun. And so I, I certainly you could you could kind of get on him for uh, for the looks. He's got some some real some real different hair personalities happening, I think oh, yeah. throughout the run of the in, show. Uh, in yeah.
1: later seasons I wrote down the Queer Eye guys really helped Bill <laughs> except for that whole Vampire Army thing.
0: Oh, that's, yeah. well, how could they? I mean, <laughs> yeah. they're, they're great at what they yeah. do, but, you know, look, they're gonna, how are they gonna hold up against the Vampire Army? That yeah, it's seems a really like a question a lot. Although they do concentrate, you know, the new crew in the South, so maybe yeah. they're a little bit better equipped, but still. So, some of the notes I made about, uh, about Bill is I, I put, uh, so broody, um, he's just a broody, broody man. And then one of the, <laughs> the notes I put in—I didn't notice during the first run of the show, but I kind of once I noticed it, it was hard to not notice it. Is I just made a note that said, "Bill showed up." Dot, dot, dot. Cue the piano, violin. Like every <laughs> time he shows up, even the music like gets sad and kind of kind of bummed out. There's some really old school violin or piano that starts playing, and it's kind of he—he he feels like he's certainly the representation of whatever candle is left burning for like the old school vampire type stuff, the really traditional things. And so it's just, you know, be like that about the show. Cool. It's, it's not one of the things that's my, it's, it's, that's part of my favorite. I don't watch it because I care about the rules and who can do what and the mythology. It's just, I, I like the, I like the stupid jokes that they, that they throw in, in between. I think it's really dumb. Um, yeah
1: I agree I think I think you really nail it when you say you know you, it leans into the silliness a little bit and and I think that's fun. I have to give them credit for not taking themselves too seriously and for understanding that. A lot of people are watching because of the sex scenes, which is fine. It's perfectly reasonable reason. Were to there, watch. Was there was there nudity in this show? I don't. I don't I recall. Believe there was. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I meant like, to say I don't
0: recall when there wasn't nudity right. in this show. Right. The scenes where someone is fully clothed are are, are few and far between. Right. In some cases,
1: right. Even when there's like an unnecessary death, it's like her bra is hanging out, <laughs> just, just on screen. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> it's
0: like, exhibit A. Oh, uh we, In the, Somebody oh.
1: stabbed her in her boobs. Oh
0: boy, that's not great. So yeah, uh, yeah. There's a lot of a lot of blood it's it's a gory show for sure they it's you know they they really hit the accelerator on that as they move into future seasons one of the notes i made is i'd, I'd like it when the vampires explode <laughs> um, that's, it's just fun it's just fun when you see a vampire get hit with a stake and they don't just kind of like kill over like they literally explode into like a like a like it's a awesome. like a blood ball uh it's, i
1: love it it's dude. amazing
0: yeah that was whoever whoever came up with that decision should i hope they got a raise so some of the general notes i guess just to kind of dial it back a little bit I, the first the very first thing i wrote is is this a documentary question <laughs> mark uh, i i know i know logically it's not but part of me part of you wants to believe that this is like a you know, a, a contained situation down in Louisiana. I've not spent a lot of time in Louisiana. What little time I have, I could kind of see this going on down there. I think it's it's you know something that uh, could be occurring. And so you know, it would be nice if that were that were true.
1: Don't forget that there are werewolves in Mississippi.
0: That's true. That's I true, wonder. But, I
1: wonder what creatures are in Georgia.
0: Uh, well, that's hard to say. Just, it is hard um, to say. Uh, Swamp
1: monsters, probably. Perhaps. Yeah. There's, right. there's a lot of
0: creatures. Here, well, yeah, here, for Georgia, sure. Which, which I am one. I'm not sure yeah, exactly sure. What, what lineage I fit into, but uh, I, I have been called a creature on many occasions. Yep. Um. So a couple of the notes I made. Uh, this is Redneck Twilight. <laughs> um. This, that's going to be a recurring theme that comes uh-huh. up. I think is the, you know, it's it's hard to declassify this show from being compared with other shows that feature prominent. Villains in the in the vein of vampires and worlds that sort of stuff. I think most recently Twilight. There's an awful lot of Twilight comparisons. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of Harry Potter comparisons out there, which are oh, kind that's of fun. Funny. I didn't a lot know of people about write that. about um, you know it's just kind of how the the worlds compare to each other, and so um, I know. Zero about Twilight, but uh, I can tell you this is unequivocally much much
1: better. Yeah, I would agree with that. I have seen <laughs> Twilight. I've seen the first two movies, probably. That sounds right. Um, and they're really really bad. They're they're funny bad, but not good.
0: Well, I feel like they're different animals, right? This the, right. True Blood is a show that's kind of kind of making fun of itself on a lot of levels, whereas Twilight's a very serious. You know.
1: Yeah, Twilight takes itself very seriously. Also, just you know, no judgment here, but True Blood is like, hey, vampires are sexy. You can tell because of how much sex they're all having. Mm-hmm. And Twilight is like, vampires are sexy, but they're not having sex mm-hmm. because... They should wait till marriage.
0: That's right. That's that's right. Wait till marriage, Twilight fans. <laughs> yeah. That's, I think that message probably landed uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. like a brick. So, yep. um, I, about halfway through my notes, I, I made a point of writing down uh, a note about you Ooh, watching the show oh, that just says, Colin is repeatedly asking what is happening?
1: Yeah, I'll I'll add to that by saying uh, one of my notes is I spent a solid eighty percent of my time watching, saying "WTF is going on?"
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see that. It, it's it, rewatching it with you certainly called out the idea that there's a lot going on in this show. Like when you watch it in real time as it's unfolding, it feels it's just it's part of it's that the show is satisfying because they pay off everything like within an episode. Sometimes like that is there's stuff going on and people are getting off and turned into all sorts of crazy stuff and there everybody turns into something and like it's a it's this caricature of a show you know almost but it's but it's fun like to watch like it pay you don't have you don't feel like you're you know I, I maybe a different way to say it is if i were watching this show from the beginning when it first came on and it didn't it weren't as self-aware as it were like it wasn't quite as funny and they drew out some of these storylines more than they had i might have stopped watching it right but yeah. they, they almost go the opposite direction where they're like let's just cram as much stuff as we can and oh does that sound insane then let's do it twice um, and that's that's kind of how it goes. And so, watching just the season premieres and the season finales is is a difficult <laughs> difficult yeah. To, to yeah. for your brain to process all the things that are that are going on.
1: Yeah, and I'll take full responsibility. It was it was definitely the route we chose to take to just jump in and jump out like that is is impossible way to do it. And I think a lot of it is because of the way they tell the storylines. As you mentioned, it's it's a lot of stuff going on all the time. But they also do a really good job of. Uh, weaving the storylines together so a a season-long arc I can't even say a season-long arc I was going to say episode by episode but it's every episode ends with a cliffhanger and every episode starts in the middle of what was happening so you kind of never know where's where's a starting point where's a stopping point right you
0: know. yeah I, and to give you an example of how uh, disorienting it can be there there's a note I wrote in here that i I don't really remember exactly what it's even referring to it just says season two finale lady be a cow freak up in here. <laughs> I don't remember... W- I
1: do. ...why I wrote that. I do. So, because I, I have a note about the season two finale as well because it was crazy. Okay, So this is the... this is I don't remember what happened in the rest of the season, but this is the episode where that woman has kind of hypnotized or something. All of the townspeople and their eyes are oh, all black. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're building like a freaky nest with mm-hmm. that egg. And it's all in Suki's house and there are branches everywhere. I wrote down... Uh, this is like a true detective and Pretty Little Liars mashup, uh-huh. which is not a nice thing to say about anything. But, uh, yeah, that's that's where Sam shapeshifts into a cow, uh-huh. and she's real into it, and yeah. says it's going to be her husband, and then he stabs her through the heart, and she dies.
0: Yeah, I remember now. Now I yeah. remember. she She... Truly was a cow freak, uh, <laughs> so my my words, my words ring true. Yes, it was. Uh,
1: it was a very funny note. Yeah, <laughs> great job.
0: And so that kind of brings me to another note that I, I made that I think kind of happened in that in that same show. I, I wrote down, and I really believe this isn't even a joke. I really believe this. I, I put time for uh, an Andy and Jason spinoff.
1: Oh yeah, that's uh, that's, a great idea. that's
0: the show I I, I want to see after True Blood, and you know with with HBO, I know there's it's still kind of kind of fluid, but with the word being that HBO is now going to get the order to crank out as much content as is humanly possible to try and compete with Netflix, I feel like one that's there's money wisely invested in an Andy and Jason kind of a reverse uh, Andy Griffith show. Type of setup with those two guys uh, because that's the episode where it felt like they re- their partnership really bloomed and they went in to save the town. I, they, I, I, it's really dumb, but I, I enjoyed their relationship. I
1: liked it too. Yeah, it was it was kind of fun to see Jason. Be the serious guy, you know. I was introduced to him as a uh, very promiscuous male, perhaps sleeper. I don't know. Both what slowly. am I trying to say? You get, you get I'm not what I'm sure saying. he slept at all. That's yeah, like no, true, so. true
0: vampire fashion, <laughs> right. he also does not sleep. But you know, it's not because he he's a vampire.
1: Spends many nights with many ladies, a, and so it was hard to take him seriously as hmm. a as a. I mean, as serious as anyone can be on the show. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was fun to see him kind of step up responsibility-wise and, and be a force for good in the town. I think he fit
0: into that role. I think they did a good job kind of putting him in the storyline where he eventually becomes a town police officer, which kind of segues into another... Observation I made here, which is <clears throat> simply that uh, I feel like they should have more police in Bonsall. <laughs> yeah, what that do they have two? That's came not enough. Up. <laughs> like they've got they've they've got a, a not a lot of people, but it's it's uh, a Stars Hollow situation to to reference a, a much worse show that we watched here, which I won't <laughs> I won't bring up my name. But there, you know, there need to be some more you know officials in the town that can I help so. out. It feels like at some point it's just. Uh, eb farnham from deadwood for a while uh, along with andy uh, and then eventually andy and jason and there's not a whole lot that's going on and they've certainly have a lot of crime happening perhaps that can yeah. benefit from that i
1: also just feel like there should be regulations about vampires like i get that there's sort of a general hey don't murder everybody but also you shouldn't be allowed to just glamour people and letting them drink your blood well it's against the law drink their blood mm-hmm. somebody's blood's getting drunk yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> everybody's right. blood's getting drunk <laughs>
1: <That's
0: right. Hotchkits. laughs> um, so <laughs> uh, it, well so uh, you know I know it's not based in reality but at some point I the, one of the questions I asked that uh, was overwhelming is where where are the cops? Yeah, or the army, or yeah. anything. <laughs> like they're yeah, really, anybody. literally r- like roving packs of vampires in later seasons that are just murdering people left and right. It's kind of like mm, I feel like there'd be like a tank or something somewhere that could
1: help out. Yeah, sometimes. I mean that's what's so crazy is so many of these characters are just murdering a lot of people, and we're all just supposed to be okay with it.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, Colin, what else did you what you had to say about True Blood? Oh uh,
1: well, we haven't talked about Sookie at all. <laughs> okay. Um, but we also haven't talked about Sam. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought Sam was interesting. I wrote down uh, Sam should shape shift into someone who doesn't get friend zoned. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's sad. That's pretty rough. <laughs> it's pretty rough. It's rough on him, rough on Suki. But
0: he's a successful businessman. I feel like he he's is. The, yeah, you know the only the only one, perhaps, in the town that has any idea what they're doing. But uh, yeah, you yeah, know. he's just
1: trying to make a living. <laughs>
0: He is. Uh, it's way too many employees. I'll oh say. yeah, Employees employs yeah. way too many people for many customers. Um, the eight people that, that eat at his restaurant. But nonetheless, right. you know, good for him.
1: I agree. Uh, I I also just want to make a note. You know, we talked a little bit about how much sex there is in the show, but sex and violence sort of on equal footing as far as perhaps minutes devoted to the show. Mm-hmm. But it definitely fell at, at times. I don't know if any of those listeners out there remember. Uh, an SNL sketch featuring Andy Samberg uh, as a 13-year-old boy as the set coordinator on the Game of Thrones set, the set consultant, (laughs) where they always would film a scene and they would say, hey... What do you think we should do? Is it good? And he would just yell, "More boobs!" Yeah. <laughs> and that's what I felt like when I was watching this show. Yeah, it's, it's like, whose whose thirteen year old nephew did they allow on set? It yeah. was just like,
0: more boobs. It's a, it's 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 an HBO hallmark in yep. some cases. Yep. And, yeah, yeah, it's gr- gratuitous not not doing it justice but it was entertaining like the they, when they when they bring up the uh, the, the rating warning screen before uh-huh. just talk about all the stuff that's in there like <laughs> it was just every possible icon yeah. it's almost like the screen didn't have enough room yep. for all of the warning icons that come up that are like so here's all the stuff that's gonna happen yeah, it's like you like are not prepared so
1: language violence <laughs> sex sexual violence <laughs> language violence yep. yeah it was just all of the above every just combination just all of it, yep. um,
0: you, know, it, it you know they I, I think they—it's gratuitous. I, I think they, you know, they use it well in some cases. In some cases, it's—it's it's just kind of for the sake of, you know. Yeah. You
1: gotta give the people what they want. <laughs> and what they want are naked vampires. Who are sleeping with each other mm-hmm. and also murdering each other? Yeah,
0: I think you're right. I think you're right. And I get the sense that they, you know, it's kind of a, the case where uh, if, if you if you took you know Days of Our Lives uh-huh. and moved it to HBO, this yep. would uh, this would happen, Sh- right? This, oh, If you of remove course. the restrictions, like this is eventually how it would turn out, really.
1: Yeah, and and let's be absolutely clear about something. I am in no way judging because I am on board with. It's entertaining, it's fun to watch, Mm -hmm. it does not take itself too seriously, it's a little bit silly because of that, and so why not have things that people want to watch, like crazy vampire explosions and crazy vampire sex and other stuff
0: it's uh it, it's it is it is one of a kind so a couple of other notes i made it will kind of start to wrap it up here for for close-ups I, I i wrote that you know the american vampire league uh which is prominent in the show the political arm uh, of the show i wrote and this is this is just not really funny as much as it is sad. I, the AVL might actually be successful in today's political climate. I, I kind of feel like they, you know, they they might be able to to get away with some of that stuff. I didn't feel quite as outlandish, perhaps, watching it uh, here in the middle of 2018 as it did when it actually aired back in the days before, uh, the dark times. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. it, it was definitely relatable on kind of an unfortunate level. Uh, yeah.
0: I also wrote down, they mentioned the vampire Bible a couple of times in the show. I just, I kind of made the comment that says, tell me more about the vampire Bible. Um, Oh man, that,
1: HBO should release that where you can buy it.
0: I, I would, I would submit to you. I kind of thought about it while we were watching the show and I, not to I'd do my best not to offend anybody, but, uh, <laughs> So Boy. if you're listening and you're offended, perhaps mute me for a minute. But I would submit that the uh, regular Bible is the vampire Bible. We're talking about somebody returning
1: oh, yeah, I get to life
0: from the dead yeah. and flying around and doing some stuff and there's a lot of blood work
1: though. happening.
0: And so, you know, there's, there's some, there's some crossover there. It, it's, it feels, uh, it feels like there's some commonality. So I, perhaps the vampire Bible is not actually all that different from the regular Bible, just Ooh, just some different thoughts. some different lineage, oh, perhaps, yeah. Perhaps. And I'm I'm sure the creators of True Blood thought that all the way through for themselves, <laughs> uh, as well. Well,
1: I mean, the opening credits, if nothing else, would would confirm that theory.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, for sure. Another really quick note, and then I'll I'll uh, you know, let you kind of wrap it up here. This what's with the flip phones in season seven? I, I don't understand if it's a Warner Brothers Studios issue or what's going on, but much like the you <laughs> comment in the Gilmore Girls episode, I noticed in season 7, which would have been filmed in the year 2013. Yeah. They're all using flip phones. Hmm. What in the world is going on with studio budgets and have, like, they like you can get a prop that's an iPhone, right? So, it just, it seemed, it seemed a little, a little odd. In this show, not quite as out of place because I don't expect a lot of reality, but it was, (laughs) it was weird to see them, like, all kind of talking to each other on... Well,
1: what would have been cool is if they had had, like, cool vampire phones. Mm -hmm. Like, when when they oh, please, say no i that,
0: please explain well I'm, I'm just
1: thinking you know that thing where once you drink their blood they can always find you it would be cool if there was like a phone connected to that i guess it's, it's what more efficient. the hell are you <laughs> talking more, about it's more efficient if they just wake <laughs> up and they know where you are yeah.
0: but colin, I don't, I are, don't know. colin are you high on v right now no okay. no i wish Cause you gotta tell me if you I wish. like we would be like we'll that'd be fun we'll work it out you know but you gotta you gotta you gotta stay off the V Um, and so I'll throw it back to you with a question I have a question for you which is
1: if you could be any kind of creature from the show what kind of creature would you be that's a really good question I thank you I think shapeshifter is my answer Mm -hmm. Because you can look like anything you want to, which means you can sneak around a little bit. You know, when Sam turns into a fly and he mm-hmm. goes through the vents and stuff, that'd be fun. Um, and they go running as horses, mm-hmm. and I bet that's really fun. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, you though. can run as a coyote or something. Sure, yeah. No, um, you don't dead. have to drink human blood to survive. We don't have to. Because that would be a real drag if you're constantly like, oh, I guess I gotta they go murder They seem to think it's somebody. delicious. Well, I, I'm sure they do.
0: Mm-hmm. They, but, I'm sure you know. they, it's evident that they
1: do. I don't, you know. I also, well, <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't, okay. I don't, right, you so fair know. Fair enough.
0: Shapeshifter uh, is your yeah. Is your I don't,
1: shape. I don't like ha- to have to murder somebody every time I
0: eat a food. Well, that's going to be the difference between me and you, Colin, because my choice would, in fact, be vampire. There okay. is no other correct answer to that question. Wow,
1: what does that mean? Because
0: they're the top of the food chain, and now that there is a cure, a well-known cure for for hepatitis V. Uh, in the show, then being a vampire, is, it's it's all good. You get to fly around. You get to be cool. You get to you have crazy accents if you want to. You live for a million years. I I don't see the drawback.
1: Well, you have to worry about. There's steaks. different flavors
0: of new blood now. There's okay. not just the single flavor of true blood, which had to be gross.
1: Yeah, I agree that that's probably an appealing aspect of it. Mm-hmm. But also, you know, you you don't get to fly until you've been a vampire for a really long time. That's okay. Yeah, no um,
0: there's raspberry new blood, okay, Colin. There's okay. lemon lime new blood. There's you could drink all that
1: stuff now. Can, new blood zero. You could drink <laughs> it's, lemon lime sprite.
0: It's delicious. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm just saying. Okay. Um also you can't be seen in the sunlight. You can never get to see the sunlight again. Well so. if you get that
0: special that special blood Okay. The, the, ancient, blood? the ancient the ancient line blood you can oh, okay. uh, you can walk out in the sunshine. So well, just, you that, know. That be, sounds like it's sure hard to come by. Make sure you're not somewhere inconvenient where you can't get out of the sun, like say I don't know, the middle of Antarctica. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that could be a problem. Perhaps. <laughs> um so Colin, any, any any final thoughts?
1: Uh I think I think the last Thing that I want to talk about, I'm gonna save for my Dundees. Um so I, I think I think I am well I did want to mention my cat loved this show. Okay. <laughs> he was sitting there staring at the screen. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, your, was, your cat
0: is yeah. correct. He he would love death and destruction because well, he's a menace to society. He's
1: I i don't disagree. It's just, you know, mm-hmm. it was funny.
0: Okay, so on 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 that exciting note, <laughs> uh, we'll have the Showdown Orchestra play us off for close-ups.
1: Now it's time for our most unpopular take. Let's get overdramatic. Cliff, I think you should start us off.
0: Sure, I'd I'd love to. So this this show is pretty pretty overdramatic, but but in a fun way. So I'm going to go ahead and, and call out call out our friends in the in the Twilight world if they're if they're listening, uh, which I <laughs> highly doubt they are. But if they are, my, I'll go ahead and throw down the gauntlet here. But, you know, it's, it, my overdramatic take is that while I've never seen Twilight. I'm pretty sure the True Blood creatures would just destroy uh, the Twilight creatures, uh, and then I had a side note unclear if they would beat the Harry Potters. I, you know, I I I don't know an awful lot about Twilight other than it looks just excruciating to watch. So I I feel like the if it's a if it's a competition that really there is no competition that the True Blood world is. Is really the uh, the top notch.
1: Well, that's a really good unpopular opinion. Mm-hmm. That's, I bet there are people who would agree with that. Yeah, and again,
0: unclear what would happen with the with the, the Harry Potters. <laughs> Harry um, Potters.
1: I, that's not again, what they're called. I don't know
0: a lot about the uh, don't know a lot about the Potters, but uh, you know, I, they're wizards. I'd I kind of feel like they'd get annihilated too. They're I don't just, know. I've been to Harry Potter world. It didn't feel particularly threatening <laughs> when we were walking around inside of it. Uh, I felt
1: threatened because there are so many people. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, they did have. <laughs>
0: They'd have a lot of capes. And um, a lot of wands. Yeah, they sure did.
1: And let's not forget that there yeah. are witches in True Blood, so maybe they would be able to take out the Harry Potters. Perhaps. I, I think my unpopular take is just that I think I would have liked the show a little bit better if it didn't follow the vampire rules so closely. It, it was maybe that's you know one of those nice restrictions that leads to creativity what are are you talking about (laughs) i think like oh well they're all really pale and none of them can go in the sun and when they say they're going to bed they have to say i'm gonna go to ground which is fun to say but also not really you know facts you're
0: (laughs) arguing with literal facts
1: unpopular opinion i'm just saying i think it would be fun if you know, maybe, maybe the better way to put it is I thought it was fun when they found ways to get around the rules. I thought that was cool. So it would be cool to see more of that, maybe.
0: Could not disagree more.
1: <gasps> uh, and okay. I am right. I'm, I'm right.
0: disheartened. So on, on, on that note, we'll go ahead and take our, our first break. But uh, stay with us, because when we come back, we're going to hand out some awards uh, and pass some judgment.
1: on the showdown now let's get gussied up it's dundee time let's do it all right cliff are you ready to start us off
0: i'm ready to hand out some awards i'm excited about this Do you want to start with worst let's sure let's start let's start with worst would you like to give yours first
1: sure yeah uh, i will say my worst dundee goes to the opening credits for this show Um, We mentioned this already, but I just kind of want to dig in a little deeper because I (laughs) hated them so much. The problem is I recognize that they were going for a very specific message and theme Mm -hmm. that that I think they achieved, but it was purposefully uncomfortable to watch Mm -hmm. the sort of combination of sexiness and church stuff. And gross stuff <laughs> yep. just really unsettled me in a weird way. That's, it's achieved its effect. I know. I just didn't I don't, like it. I don't,
0: know, I don't know what to say about that. So that's I. I, I mean, I, it's well
1: done, I guess. So I disagree, maybe I but if the Academy's
0: different... voted, I suppose. There's I, yeah. you know, there's I feel <laughs> it's, it's like there's a backroom deal that happened there. Yeah, but...
1: I, it's, I just didn't. <clears> yeah. <throat> yeah I, I just okay. Well, we'll did there'll be an investigation
0: pending after this. My my worst was very straightforward. Uh, or fairy powers, but lame. Not even Street Fighter <laughs> level fireballs. Uh, I of all this, of all the stuff on the show, you know, I find they can they can move into a different plane and they can hear people's thoughts. That's all cool. The little laser things that they shoot, like the fireballs, was was the most underwhelming superpower of a show that was full of just everybody can do something crazy
1: so I still don't understand the thing at the end where she was gonna shoot her fireball at Bill and mm-hmm. kill him it's fairy ball f- fairy ball at Bill and kill him and then not be a vamp, not be a fairy anymore
0: yes yeah. what's the point of that then it was just a, it was just a mechanism for them to give her a decision so that if she okay. wanted to trade in her her uh, uniqueness to get rid of Bill that was the plan to do that and then ultimately she decided well I'm I want to continue to be a weirdo fairy, and so I'm just going to stake this dude.
1: Right, but anytime she wants to get rid of her fairiness, she could just throw her fireball. And anytime she wants to kill Bill, she could just, you know...
0: That's true, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was It was a very weird set fair. of circumstances that they laid out for the finale. Right, fair um, enough. But ultimately, it ended in Bill
1: getting staked in a coffin in the ground, and that was... Man, she bled all over her.
0: She sure did. She sure
1: did. So, Paul, <laughs> uh, right. so, should I talk about your best? I would love to. Um, I have two... First, I will say my best episode was the season six finale. This is where they go into the compound with all the vampire armies, oh, yeah. and the reason it was my favorite episode was because of all of the vampire explosions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was yeah, really was, entertaining. It felt good, especially when Jason was like shooting them and pchew, 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 p-chew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the second pchoos are the vampire explosions. I'm oh, not very good at making yeah, sounds. No, effects. I think I think that yeah. came
0: across. Sure. Uh,
1: okay, good. Um, but yeah, just <laughs> lots of explosions, lots of vampire getting exploded everywhere so that was fun and then my second best dundee goes to uh your second best yeah second best like
0: the second of the best dundees or the second best as in second to the first
1: second to the first okay
0: so it's actually second place award
1: second place award got it okay yeah Yeah. uh goes to a some would say character actress in this show but you know she's been a leading woman in other shows but uh Mm. anna camp is great as always. Yeah, and I love her in this she's show. She's pretty good. Yeah, yeah she's, she's great.
0: She does a good job and and has a, a pretty a pretty interesting role. Yeah, in the we, show. I we, don't
1: think we got to see very much of it. Yeah, just we just kind of like,
0: saw the bookends is. of her of her story arc, but um, it, very. Yeah, it was, it was it was a pretty good role. It takes a couple of turns. <clears throat> I think they knew that they probably had a good actress, and they're like, let's just write some stuff in there that we know she yeah. can pull off. And so, and,
1: and she does a really good job of balancing, looking kind of serious but not taking herself very seriously. Yeah. I want to say she's very campy, but that feels weird since wow. her last name is Camp. That's but, yeah. uh,
0: I don't even know yeah. where to start. We're just gonna skip right past that. So, all right, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> uh, so uh, so the, the my best. It was pretty easy for me, although I do have an honorable mention, but my, my best goes to the casting director for this show, which actually won some yes, real awards in, yes. in, in life. But the, 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 Won the, an Emmy. The, they, they, they did. The actors on this show are really, really, really good. And the content of the show is really, really silly. And so there's a lot of actors uh, from other prestigious HBO shows. There's famously actors from The Wire and from Deadwood and from all other places that um, that you know that, that are, are really good, and they're good in this show too in a different they give them parts that are just totally kind of nonsense in some ways and so I don't know how they pitched to these very credible actors to be in this show but they did they did a good job the casting directors being able to talk these people into coming on this show was amazing and it makes the show better but I don't know I don't know how how what kind of magic spells they put on these people to kind of talk them in to come into to be on there or what they told them the show was about. But they um, glamoured them. Perhaps perhaps there was some uh, some glamoring happening. Uh, but it, yeah, that's my best goes to the casting director. So honorable mention for me. Uh, was, was my favorite character of the show. Eric Northman is is one of my favorite characters, but not my favorite. My favorite is actually his progeny, Pam. Uh-huh. Uh, yep. Pam in this show is, is just the best. She really <laughs> is just the best. She's uh-huh. she, not quite lovable, not quite hateable, has some of the best lines, and seems to be kind of the external commentary of the show in some cases where you're kind of looking at it now. The so they give her those lines that I'm kind of thinking to myself is like, what the hell is happening right now? And so, uh, any scene with Pam in it for me was a, was a quality scene.
1: Yeah. Plus she hates Sookie, which is kind of fun because she, everybody loves Sookie in the show.
0: She does until the end. Well, yeah. Yeah. But you know, nonetheless, so, uh, so with that, we'll go ahead and, and uh, hand out our words. Unfortunately, again, none of our recipients were here to, uh, to accept them. So we'll, we'll bury them in the ground. I guess where yes, I suppose they're gonna go to they'll they'll uh, they'll find well, they're not going to go to sleep but we'll put okay. them put them somewhere dark <laughs> and damp where they'll they'll be found and with that we've gone on way too long so we'll ask the showdown orchestra to to play us off stage. <laughs> so talented it's amazing so that the live performance is so consistent every week I just yeah. I can't believe how good they are so Colin let's get serious alright really let's yeah. put your serious face on I mean it's time <laughs> to get serious uh, it's time to go before Judge Stone which is always difficult we gotta give our closing arguments and of course pass almighty judgment it's time for closing arguments <laughs>
1: Okay, so. <laughs> right. I, I think I probably should go first because I think, well, please maybe, do. maybe you should go first. No, please go, ahead. Right. Please go right. ahead. Please go ahead. ahead. So in the closing argument section of my notes, I just wrote, speak from the heart. So here I will. I, I, I did not know what was going on most of the time. Most of that is my own fault for not having watched all the episodes. But Uh even when I had seen the previous episode, I really was like, who are these people? What? How come? (laughs) What's the rule that I'm missing? I just Uh felt like there was a lot of, I don't know what was going on. Mm -hmm. I also felt that the show sort of threw in a bunch of extra sex and violence unnecessarily. What? But that said... I still thought it was a really fun show. It, it definitely made me want to go back and watch the rest of it. As Cliff mentioned, it doesn't take itself too seriously, and those kinds of shows are really fun to watch because you, uh, you know you're in for... You don't have to think about it when you're when you're watching. Mm-hmm. Which maybe I should because clearly if I thought nah, about it, maybe I know It's good. best not to think about it, <laughs> right? But, but it's also you know like like we mentioned with there, the production quality was really really high. This relied a lot on special effects that I thought all looked really good. I don't think there was ever a special effect that I that was like not to you know. Throw too many punches, but not like sci-fi level where you're going. Okay, well that's oh creepy. man, yeah. shots
0: fired. Yeah, it's shots like it, fired. Sci-fi. a like
1: Comcast. <laughs> oh boy. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. What's sci-fi that? is great. You've uh, always hated
0: Sharknado. Oh, You've how always dare hated you? Sharknado. How dare you? Okay.
1: Yeah. But you know, like like I said, the the special effects and certainly all of the extra prosthetics and all that. So, like, I just always thought it looked really good. Mm-hmm. Um, there were a lot of puppies in the show, so they're that right. was yeah. always a benefit. Sure. Uh, and then finally, one thing that I haven't mentioned that I really, really liked about the show that I'll admit was really stupid, but I really liked it, was that when they become, <laughs> when they're vampires and they're trying to be aggressive mm-hmm. or... You know, in a fight or they're about to eat and their teeth click out, they click out like clicky pins. Mm -hmm. It's great. Mm -hmm. Click, click. Yep. Okay. Teeth. <laughs> okay. All so right. again, it's just one of the many things that I kind of liked about the show, despite how confused and scared I was about how weird it was. Uh-huh. Like I said, it, it was it was a fun roller coaster for me because it was like I don't know what's going on, but I'm on board. So uh, for all of those reasons, I have given the show three stars.
0: Three stars. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Boy, that feels low. <clears throat> well, that feels low. I we, we yeah, that's dismay. Oh Sorry. boy, this may be revisited, but that's it's your right. It's your right to score the show incorrectly if you want to. It's, uh, it's my and, score.
1: Uh, Judge Stone has given me the opportunity to.
0: Judge sp- Stone would like to see you in his chamber <laughs> after the show. <laughs> uh, right. So, well, my closing argument: is I you wrote that True Bloods a hard R creature fantasy that almost immediately becomes a parody of itself. But to it's great credit. I think that's one of the strong points of the show. Is like it's it it's, it starts. It's based on a book, as most people know. There's a series of books that the show was. Uh, was kind of rooted from and, and pretty quickly veers away from those books. I, I read kind of after season two, it starts to really go down its own path and gets gets really crazy and silly, but in a fun way. And if you're invested in the characters, you know, they kind of set themselves up to where they don't change the nature of the characters. They just kind of give them all kinds of insane stuff to do. And so I think that's part of part of the draw of the show uh, for me. And the last thing I wrote is I was sad to, to see it finally go to ground. Um, you know, I, I think again there's some opportunity for some spin-offs. I'd love to see. You know, it, it, unfortunately, there's you know, the actor that played Lafayette has, has passed away. Um, one of the best characters in the show, I think that would have yep. been. Great opportunity for a spinoff, and of course Andy and, and Jason. I think there's um, uh, a lot of fun to be had there. Of course, that that it probably won't happen, but it could. You never know.
1: A werewolf spinoff,
0: perhaps. Yeah, uh, Joe Manganiello. We didn't even mention. A, a really fun guy. Like he's yeah. he's been on a lot of some of our favorite shows on, of Talk Soup fame. Uh-huh. Uh, it was some other stuff. He's he's I, usually pretty funny.
1: I'll say I I didn't really think of him as anything. Special until I saw him on the most recent movie that uh, Netflix did, the Pee Wee movie. Oh yeah, the new Pee Wee movie. Was, he was, was great pretty on fun. that. Yeah, he was, was really fun. good. On yeah, that. he's
0: he's a fun actor. He's he's a yeah. pretty guy. Um, so I, yeah, so anyway, so for my score, I I gave it a bonus. I gave it a plus point four for repeated use of the pronunciation, "vampire," um, That's the, maybe one of the most underrated things about the show is it's, it's you know, I, I grew up in the South and from the South. I, I understand dialect and appreciate it. And that's one of those things that rang true. I think if it were a bunch of vampires roving around the deep South, there's a lot of people that would call them vampires instead of vampires. And so yeah. that was, uh, that was hard So, so final score of me, final score for me of 4.4. 4, wow. Which is a okay. big differential between us, which I oh, got to say, I'm okay. not, not super surprised it's a show that I had watched and was invested in and you kind of had exploded in your face uh, like a like staked vampire. That's right. Uh, and so it was a lot to consume. So perhaps we'll revisit it one day and give you an opportunity to correct your really hurtful score of, of three stars. But uh, nonetheless, that puts us at a total score, if my math is correct, which it usually is not, of seven point four uh-huh. as a total, which is pretty good. That yeah, puts it pretty in uh, pretty high on the uh, on the leaderboard, and I think that's a that's a fair score. So uh, having said that, uh, we need to go and, and enter that on the scoreboard. And, and fill out our, our our paperwork relative to the official scoring um, in the clubhouse. Uh, we'll take a break really quickly, but stick around because when we come back, we're going to play some games. All right, welcome back to the showdown. So, Colin's my very favorite part of the show. It's time for for bonus rounds. Are you ready? Uh huh. All right, let's do it. Ooh. <laughs> All right, so of course, <laughs> <clears throat> Bonus Rounds is the part of our show where we go through and play some games uh, in uh, in the context of the theme of our podcast here today, of course, which is the show True Blood, so we've got a, <clears throat> a big wheel here that we're going to spin that's got all sorts of homemade games on it that are, by anyone's definition, very stupid, but we love them, and so so we're going to give them a try. We'll play three games, and of course, the best two out of three will be declared the winner Probably of this you. episode yeah, of the showdown.
1: Probably you. So, <laughs> perhaps. So, Colin, would we'll you like just to spin first? Play and see? Yes, I would love to. Here we go.
0: Oh boy. Right. So it's it's time to play cocktails. It's really hard that to do. was well. That was a rough cut. So uh, I like it. Uh, my apologies to any any uh, traditional Ducktales fans out there for for Collins.
1: Cocktails. Performance. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's uh, easier without the song. So
0: cocktails, of course, is, is the game where we we offer up the perfect drink pairing to watch with the show that we're uh, that we're discussing for this episode, of course, for True Blood. And so I think I have an idea, perhaps, what my co- best cocktail pairing would be. But Colin, would you like to
1: go first? Yes, I, yes, I would love to. Mine is very simple: Bloody Mary. Okay. Hey. All
0: right. So <laughs> that's uh, that's pretty good, and, and in fact, the answer that I was. <clears throat> that i was probably going to get but i have a backup answer there's okay, actually a drink in the show i know that they hand okay. out at the bar No, i'm not talking about true blood there's a drink that they make at the the the, the famous vampire bar which name escapes me Merlots. Um, no no the, oh. the eric northman's oh sorry uh, establishment um fantasia Gosh, that, almost, how, how could i forget yeah, uh, fantasia so uh and, and that drink is uh i believe it's O negative with a splash of B positive is the is the drink that gets handed out. And so I would say, you know, if you really wanted to to experience the true uh true essence of the show, you probably need to be drinking some blood during the show. I, I don't I don't necessarily advocate, you know, going out and like extracting that blood from an unwilling please, person please
1: don't murder anyone listeners well don't thank you.
0: don't but also you should probably drink some blood while you're Gross. watching this show just to see it <laughs> so I I,
1: <laughs> I would say
0: since since you you since you took my answer and it clearly was going to be the winning answer I think technically <laughs> that gives you the win oh for round boy. one okay. here I've got I've got a bit of a, a bit of a hole to uh, to dig out of and so uh, so with that all for the second round here I'll go ahead and spin the wheel to see what our, our, our next game is going to be here we go Oh boy. Oh, oh boy. this might be my favorite game. This is rated <sighs> TV-BA. <So stupid. laughs> Let it play. <laughs> All right. So t- TVBA, of course, as you you probably will be able to tell, is a game that I invented completely by myself. Uh, TVBA simply poses uh, the requirement to answer one single question, which is, is this show better than The A-Team? And and, and if so, or <laughs> so if not, stupid. why? Um, oh, <laughs> okay. So, uh, of course, TVBA referring to B.A. Barakas of, uh, sure. of Mr. T. Yes. And there's, it's a lot, of, Obviously. A, a lot of mythology there that I won't go into. <laughs> but uh, A-Team being what I would consider to be one of the pinnacles of television history, it's very high bar. And so, uh, I'll, I'll go first. Please there's do. Yes, if please you do. don't mind. So, uh, I would submit that this show is not better than The A-Team. And I'll tell you why. I think, um, the, the first of all, the vehicles, which is a lot of how I judge a show, the vehicles on the A-Team are better. Anytime you can take a conversion van and make it look amazing by giving it a, a black and red stripey paint job— you know you got you got a leg up. I, I think in terms of comic relief, Murdoch is superior to Jason in many ways. And then of course, uh, you know when you're talking about the enforcer of the show, it's a difficult one because Eric Northman has been well chronicled in our rewatch of the show is, is, a, is one of my favorite, kind of anti-heroes uh, in, recent, in recent memory, but, um, you know, he, he's no he's no BA. He's no BA, and certainly Bill is no Hannibal. I, I think that's probably pretty clear. And so I think across the board, superpowers aside, especially for what they accomplish uh, week to week in their missions and kind of helping people, I feel like the A-Team is a superior show. So, Colin, would you like to give your answer?
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm just going to start by saying you, you know a lot more about the A-Team than I do. My answer to the question is this better than the A team my answer is yes because vampire explosions and crazy characters like werewolves all show up. Okay. So that that's not a very detailed answer mm-hmm. but I believe it is the correct one.
0: So unfortunately you're very wrong. I appreciate your uh, your effort <laughs> So I guess though. you're going to modify
1: your scoring or uh, well
0: true blood I, have you ever, have you heard my score for the eighteen? Okay. All right then, five. So probably maybe more. It may be more. Uh, so so with that, I, clearly there's no, there's clearly. A, there's a singular yeah. winner for round two, and I will I will go ahead and claim those points for myself, setting up Colin a really exciting uh, round three to decide oh, yeah. to decide who's gonna win this episode of the showdown. It's it's there. It's a little bit. There's there's some nerves happening. I think it's a I can match. see. There's, there's, there's some sweaty palms happening yeah. over there. I know. I know this means a lot to you. It means a lot to me they too. Hey, mom, spaghetti. Um, and so I. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> oh, Lord. I'm uh, sorry. Did
1: I just interrupt your train whoa. of thought? <laughs>
0: okay. I'm dazed and in- Kim So, uh, so Colin, would you would you please go ahead and spin <laughs> the wheel? Yes, through yes. yes third let's game. spin the wheel. No boy. This is <laughs> this is going to be a real competition. Yeah, so the, yeah, the wheel has landed tough. on uh, a game we like to call. Who wants to be a Martindale? <laughs> so this, this game, uh, oh boy, I'm excited to play this game. This is the first time we've gotten to break this one out on the show. You know, it, it may be specific, maybe not. Uh, the, the the game simply poses the question and requires an answer of, if, if we were to replace any part on the show that is the subject of the question, of course, True Blood, with uh, just beloved character actress Margot Martindale, who if you're not familiar with, you should stop listening immediately and go and and, and see all of her work. She's in every show that you've ever loved. But who would Margot Martindale replace on this show, and why? And so, as a a gentleman, Colin, I would defer to you perhaps to to go ahead and answer first.
1: I, I have an answer that may not be very popular. Oh, boy. But I think it is warranted, and I think it is correct. I think Margot Martindale... Would improve the show and do 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 herself a lot of justice if she played Sookie. Oh, come on, come (laughs) on! I think she would be great. I think it. Well, of course she'd be great. She's Margot Martindale. (laughs) I know, but (laughs) come on. (laughs) It would it would make the show. I mean, this is no offense to Anna Paquin. I think she does a good job. With her tiny baby voice and pretending to be innocent all the time. Uh Um, But I think Margot Martindale could give her character a real third dimension, if you know what I'm saying.
0: The only only actor from this show to win an award, (laughs) a Golden Globe based on her performance, you choose to replace. I, I think is unforgivable, and we're we'll, we're gonna see the live poll uh, is gonna is gonna LC. tell us what happens. So is that is, is that your your final? Yeah, that's my answer? final
1: answer. Margot Martindale okay. would play the crap out of somebody. so uh,
0: my so my answer is something that would make much more use of her talents oh, than, than some yeah the uh, main no, some character. Fairy really you're enough. gonna have Margot Martindale <laughs> play a fairy? <laughs> that's ridiculous. So uh, my my answer, of course, is is what I feel like not not through any fault of the actor. But it is the 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 weak Lincoln performance of the show? I would have Margot Martindale playing the part of Bill Compton. Um, oh, I, good I, idea. I think I think it, it's a it's a very. A very juicy role. I think she would she would uh, adapt to it very well. I'd love to see her playing a vampire, much much less a a a very you know rooted deep south vampire with a lot of ties to history. I think she's overly qualified to play that part. I think it would make it much more interesting. I I don't know yet if I would if I would have her dressed up as like man Bill Compton or just kind of be Margot Martindale and just you know kind of not address the fact that she's a, a you know guy called Bill perhaps I think in today's day and age that would that seems like that would probably she would
1: kill it yeah I, way. I,
0: I, I think it'd be I think it'd be amazing and I think uh, it would it would take what is a show with not a lot of flaws but one glaring one and seal up that uh, seal up that gap and make it uh, make it closer to uh, to perfect and so that's that's not only my answer but my wish for anyone listening out there is to uh, perhaps re edit the entire series of True Blood with all of the parts of Bill Compton being played by by Margot Martindale. Yeah. So uh so let's let's so tense times here let's go to the to the live poll here and see the results are already starting to come in a lot of voting more than 10,000 votes right off the bat which is kind of amazing. That's Nobody's high for us. Voting. Uh, this isn't real it's a real, letting yourself win it's a real race. Uh, one bar is win. much higher than the other oh, which is really boy. incredible. Here I can't quite go. see because the numbers are moving so fast, but it looks like it's a landslide towards, to no one surprise me, because you sold Stookie Stackhouse okay. down the river. I think that was your...
1: You sold <laughs> Bill down the river.
0: That was, it, he, needs, he, may, okay. he needed to be sold down the river. So, right. so with that, I will continue my unprecedented winning streak with uh, with bonus rounds, and uh, you know, I, I, I do wish you better luck next time. I think... Um, I feel like next show is going to be your your time to shine
1: yeah maybe Mm -hmm. probably not though (laughs) (laughs) because you're in charge of the fake poll that says you win
0: (laughs) so on that lighter note uh, we'll go go ahead and wrap it up here and say hey everybody Uh, you know thanks for joining us Uh, we hope you had a lot of fun we know uh, we know we do certainly talking about uh, about these shows please please come and visit us at uh, www.showdownpodcast.com you can read about other episodes you can uh, see what's coming up next you can see our leaderboard you can interact with us talk to us on uh, Twitter at uh, The Showdown 6. Uh, Give us uh, your recommendations if you have any for uh, shows that you'd like us to to review and we'd love to do that. And as always, I'm Cliff. I'm Colin. And this is The Showdown signing off. (laughs)